0: We're here in the new permanent hall of the fastest-growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina. Richland 2 is allowing you to view their library. And does Senator Josh Hawley know what a woman is? All of that and more today on the Palmetto Family Matters podcast. And we welcome you in to the permanent new studio of the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Podcast. Justin Hall, Dave Wilson, Mitch Prosser. Gentlemen, it is here. It's nice to be here. at home.
1: It yeah. feels good. It, feels it really good. does.
0: Lexington was nice, Spend but it is nice to be home. Road, yeah. yeah. We do what we can, but we have a lot to get to and we start inside the state of South Carolina. And this question was raised to me because I choose to engage on social media on the idea of what woke <laughs> is. Uh, thank you to these strangers who do not know me. Uh, I hope you're listening are to the podcast. Def- wait,
2: are people defining what you believe based upon...
0: They're just saying I'm scared, and that's okay.
2: I Wait, I've never actually seen I you am- scared, but yes. <laughs> I
0: have been scared. I've been to plenty of haunted houses. I'm even more scared at what's happening inside of Richland School District 2. And here's the reason that is. Today, gentlemen, hats off to Dr. Baron Davis and the administrative state that is Richland School District 2. Guys, they've opened up the library again. You can go, if you're a parent or if you're the public and you have the ability to access their library, you can now access their library. Congratulations.
2: Because Richland 2 had actually cut off access for parents to be able to say, uh, I'd like to go see what's in my kid's library. And this goes way back to to issues. If you wonder why this matters, I have told this story before, guys, and I want to go through it one more time. Back in 1991, Governor Campbell, uh, Carol Campbell was governor of South Carolina. In his second term, he goes to Abbeville, South Carolina. And while he is there... He sees a book in the school library, brings it back to the state house. He was furious from the whole 2-hour drive back from Abbeville back to the state house because he found in a public library in Abbeville, South Carolina in 1991, the book My Two Daddies. So that just begs the question, how in the world did that happen and how long has this been going on?
0: Well, here's the answer. And and, and this is close to home for Mitch, so I want to be careful because mitch's kids are close to home mitch's kids are close to this um this is actually an email the email was leaked i guess through a FOIA request i'm not really sure um this email was actually dave originally sent on wednesday november 17th 2021 so about a week before thanksgiving this email from amy whitfield at richland2.org good morning Considering the current political climate and scrutiny of school library collections, Nancy Gregory, Richland 2's chief academic officer, has asked that we remove guest access to our library catalogs to prevent access by anyone outside of Richland 2 who may have malicious intent in searching our library collections. I am including video instructions to do so in this email. Please do this as soon as possible. This email was forwarded back out on Monday, June thirteenth, twenty twenty two, at ten oh nine AM, by Mrs. Whitfield again, let me know if you need anything further. Now, this happened in November, so I apologize for not being up to date on when this originally happened. But this begs the question: have people not been able to view their library for near about a year? It's so interesting the the concept. I don't you're a parent
2: in Richland, too, to think that, hey, listen, I don't have access because you may have malicious intent as to whether or not the books that are in your son's school library um, are possibly questionable.
1: So if I go back to November the 17th, I think that's when the original email was sent out. That's about a week, week and a half, right after the elections of uh, last year in which the, uh, New York, uh, sorry, not New York. uh, Virginia governor was elected. We know everything that happened there in the uh, northern Virginia area. I think I think it's important for us to understand that parents are the best parents, not the school, uh, not you know. Are you sure about that? uh, You know, as wards of the state, I'm not quite sure. (laughs) Um, You know, we've been told that children are the ward of the state. Yes, Uh, and that's concerning language. You know, someone's probably being a little tongue in cheek. I don't know what they're saying. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes that's Difficult to yeah. do. Uh, what I see happening here, and and, and Richland Two is not the only school district that's done this. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other things that they've done. But what we see here is the school and school board and those in the bureaucratic state of the school uh, system trying to hide what they're doing. We've seen this on Zoom calls. We've seen this. Uh, they weren't trying to hide anything during June yeah. uh, on during Pride Month. They certainly were uh, when they were proudly celebrating the rainbow across the homepage of their website and their social media blew up and we'll talk a little bit more about that as a parent my concern is once again i parent my children best whether the teachers the school board the super whoever they are yeah. whether they think so or not the other thing to be concerned with here is, and and I, you know, might sound like I'm hedging, might sound like I'm trying to play the middle ground. A lot of people throw teacher, good teachers out with the bat. I, there are good teachers in the school systems. There are great teachers in the school systems. There are great teachers doing an awesome job when it comes to teaching children. But it's important for us to understand anyone who's trying to shove some sort of agenda uh, that is obviously – against natural law down Mm -hmm. a person's throat a child you know trying to force it on the child that's dangerous and parents Those of you that have stuck up for your kids, thank you. I know there are several in the Richland 2 area who have voiced this. The South Carolina Freedom Caucus voiced their concerns with this. A lot of parents have stepped up. Uh, Moms for Liberty, thank you to those groups. Thank you for those of you that have stood up. And now Richland 2 says, oh, by the way, parents, we're going to let you
0: back in. And this is what the South Carolina Freedom Caucus, newly formed uh, South (laughs) Carolina Freedom Caucus, put out just today. Yesterday, the Freedom Caucus, as well as parents and activists, had a huge win for transparency. Richland School District 2 has reopened their library catalog to parents. The SC Freedom Caucus wants to thank the parents and activists who made phone calls and inquiries into this outrageous abuse of authority. However, we still demand that Richland 2 give us the reasons for why they hid the catalog and if they removed any content from the library when it was offline. This sort of assault on parental rights cannot be accepted in our state, and we will continue to pursue answers from Richland 2 and promote transparency wherever it is attacked. And Dave, this is a point that I want to make. This isn't just a Richland 2 issue. Uh, We've seen this throughout the state of South Carolina. We saw late in the fall last year at a school in Rock Hill where they had the Mm -hmm. book Gender Queer, a Memoir uh, being pandered about in classrooms, which have obvious pornographic images in them. and it took it took a stir from the parents to get the te- to get the schools to remove the books i
2: wonder sometimes when as parents when you find that your kids are not telling you something <laughs> they're kind of keeping something under wraps there's always that question of why yeah why are you keeping it under wraps where where in this guys do we look at the issue of transparency
1: that's a huge deal
2: and why is transparency in our education system such a difficult concept for educational bureaucrats to grasp because we thought you know we when we were talking during the legislative session we talked about transparency in education as a type of approach that we need to be taking with laws and i wonder sometimes what is it
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's in the library that's in the curriculum that's being put into our schools you know pete hegseth has a book out right now and one of the concepts that he talks about in his book is the fact that from kindergarten through 12th grade our students spend sixteen thousand hours in the educational system in the 13 14 years however many it is from kindergarten all the way through and that is a place supposed to be of education but Far too often we're seeing, and we saw this during COVID, because when COVID happened and the classroom moved to the living room, moms and dads were actually hearing what was being taught in the classroom across Zoom. And when that happened, guys, it became abundantly clear, wait a minute, I'm hearing things that are being taught that I don't agree with. So we didn't go from academics and education. We went to mm-hmm. teaching ideology and indoctrination. And, and I think that's the big difference.
0: And that is the big difference. In fact, Richland 2, as we continue to move along here on the show today, and thank you for joining us on our brand new, finally permanent home. We're happy to be <laughs> in the new studio. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Richland 2 did make a bit of news in, in late June. We're just now getting around to this because I don't know if you, you Remember but the Dobbs decision came down. It, big deal. Anyway, this is a post that actually made it onto I don't know if you guys know about the Twitter page Libs of TikTok. I have heard of yeah. Libs of TikTok. What Libs of TikTok does, if you're not aware of Libs of TikTok, what Libs of TikTok does is they take actual videos from TikTok and just reshare them. Wait, they take things that already exist. And just share them. They're not making
2: anything new. No No. comments
0: needed. This is not sarcasm. This is not. It just plays on its own. It just plays on its own. And it plays it out. We actually have two of their videos that they've put out later when we go to the (laughs) national conversation. Richland 2 made Libs of TikTok. Congratulations. (laughs) Applause to you guys. You made Libs of TikTok. Here is the video that made libs of tiktok this was posted on richland 2's facebook page as you mentioned mitch during the during the hallowed pride month in the month of june which apparently has continued into july
3: all right folks here we go a romaine and kale salad with avocado cucumber shishito peppers and four kinds of cheese sprinkled in balsamic straight from italy wow in my day, salads only had two ingredients a rock-hard wedge of iceberg lettuce, and a stinky old dried-up tomato. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm gonna have to eat fast. Alex is stopping by in a few minutes to work on a robotics project. Alex, is that the girl with that weird dog, or the boy with the hat with the wings that flap? No, Uncle Jay. This is Alex. Oh, okay. I remember. A very nice, young, hmm. Come to think of it, well, is Alex a boy or a girl? Actually, Alex doesn't define themselves as boy or girl. What else is there? Back in your day, most people understood the world in terms of just boys and girls. But now, we know gender is more complex than that. Wait, aren't we just talking about whether you're born with a huh or a he he? When you're born, your sex is assigned in a medical way. But the sex listed on your birth certificate may not necessarily match your gender identity. Gender identity is a person's inner experience of who they are in terms of gender, their deep personal sense of being male, female, a blend of both, or neither. And while many people have a gender identity that's the same as their assigned birth sex of female or male, that's not always the case, because gender exists on a spectrum. Like transgender, which means a person whose gender identity is not consistent with their assigned birth sex. Non-binary, which means a person whose identity doesn't fall in the category of either male or female. And genderqueer or genderfluid, which means a person who does not identify themselves as having a specific gender at all. Does gender identity have to do with being straight or gay? Actually, no. Gender identity has to do with the way you feel about yourself while sexual orientation is based on the way you feel toward others, the people you may or may not be attracted to.
0: Um, so for those of you on social media, as Mitch is drawing to my left, as those of you on social media, Help. Help. so first of all, I just want to say poor granddad. Because um, he just doesn't he just understand. Does Back understand. in your day. You. here, Here's your definition of woke for the day. It's our word of the day. Help woke, (laughs) woke is this, woke is denying common sense and fact and logic and biology in order to suit your narrative of what godless utopia you hope to espouse. And again, I want to mention that if you continue to espouse these views along with those of killing children, society will cease to exist. Mitchell. So so there's a level
1: of transparency that I think all parents demand. And then we shut that off because it, it doesn't matter anymore. As long as we kind of have a general idea of what's happening, and don't so be this that, transparent. So that, yeah, so that allows those that are pushing this obviously progressive agenda to provide a level of opacity to hide what they're truly doing. And this does not mean there's a communist under every rock or a you know. A are tr- you sure? I, I don't know at this point. Help, uh, <laughs> but what we find here is while the curtain is drawn or, or pulled shut. They're doing things. They are continually advancing the progressive agenda. And slowly but surely, the strongly held religious, deeply seated moral beliefs of a society are being eroded. And they're being destroyed. And that didn't happen. Just let me clear something up. Because there are those listening right now. About, how did we get here? This did not happen. Let me look. It didn't happen overnight. No, it didn't. Mm-hmm. No. It's no. been slow and sure and steady. And let me add purposeful. Yes. And so the opacity mm-hmm. of, oh, we're not going to let you know what's happening. There's We're being transparent. We're going to let you review the books, but you can't see what's in the library. And we're going to have black grab bags with books inside for you to just see what happens, what books you get, that sort of thing. Dave, I'll give you, the, I'll give you I think, the final word on this. I think yeah.
2: the, the greatest concern that I have with this, and this is where you begin to see this, folks, as you begin to look across the spectrum here. Spectrum. There you go. <laughs> there it is. As you look across the spectrum, you know, Albert Moeller does podcasts, the, the briefing, and he talks, has spoken this whole last season, continuously about the fact that language yes. matters. Yes. Quote from grandpa or grandpa's granddaughter. Daughter, Potter. grandson, we don't, baby. we don't really know. Yeah. Alex doesn't define themselves. Alex doesn't define themselves. That's Correct. That's actually, F- that gets you an F on the English test. You can't. Period. Yeah, I mean, your subject-verb agreement concept here. Mrs. Hughes, if you're watching from seventh grade at Northwood Middle School, please, if I made that mistake back then, would you please give me my grade back? Yeah. Because today, male, female, we're, we're supposed to trust the science, but we don't trust the science of biology.
1: What is the science?
2: We're supposed to be able to, to understand that subject-verb agreement is supposed to matter, but maybe it doesn't matter anymore. So we can say whatever we want to say, however we want to mm-hmm. say it, unless we're saying it in a way that comes across as hurtful or, you know, I, I feel you're being phobic against whatever it is that yeah, I'm we'll feeling or believing. This is the place where, folks, when you're thinking about how do I recognize what's going on here. Look for these signs. These are the types of signs that you need to be looking for because this defines, guys, a level of wokeness in your society, in your community. So when your school puts up something like that video that you just saw, you have to start asking yourself the question, what else is going on inside the school that I'm not knowing about right now. This is pretty
0: basic. This is not mind-boggling to me, the information shared in the video, except when Grandpa decided to discuss how we determine... Someone's sex other than that it wasn't mind-boggling it wasn't like oh my gosh i can't believe they posted this because at the end of the day this is pretty mainstream belief now within the liberal left well, and, ideology, and we're also
2: seeing it but it's also coming straight out of the white house in the yes, same exact vernacular in the same exact tone and and it is a complete well, ignorance of
0: the reality... It might not be the same exact tone. It might be a little bit more sleepy. It could be a little sleepier. It could be the, from the resident-in-chief. Less incoherent. And, oh, that could go for either one of them, uh, actually. They,
1: uh, coherency is not their strong suit. <laughs> nor uh, nor, nor putting white, together. Speaking of the White House, uh, I'm grateful that... Uh, Grandpa tells us what Michelle Obama's meal plan for public schools was, two ingredients, uh, nasty lettuce and, a, and a a, rotten, a tomato. rotten tomato. Rotten tomato. <laughs> so uh, keeping kids healthy, uh, at important. least in body, but not necessarily in mind. Certainly yeah, not in mind. Right. Well, actually not yeah. in
0: body either because we're advocating for children <laughs> oh. to have their, you know, yeah. everything chopped away and, and mutilated. Anyway, oh, we us. transition for just a quick second because Please. while— while you're what, being you train, told, we're transitioning. for no, 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 stop for a second. it. Stop just, it. Okay, just, just stop just, it. Making sure help. new set, new set, same style. <laughs> so we go, nothing changes really. We go to something that uh, we're going to transition from what they think matters to the American people and what actually matters to the yeah. American people, what will actually be on the ballot in November. And it's, I'm going to just real quick, it's the economy, stupid. Yeah. So, The unemployment rate in June, 3.6%. That's a really good unemployment rate. That is low. That is great. That is really good. And people are returning to work, and that is great. The problem is, when the new inflation number comes out today, it's 9.1. So, Joe Biden is costing you money. His policies are costing you money. And it actually, I have a very good chart here, gentlemen, uh, from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. If you go to bls.gov... Be careful, it's BLS, not BLM, bls.gov. <laughs> it's got an
2: L in it, not just bs.gov. Correct. It's, but it could
0: but be. But also that. Bureau of
2: Labor Statistics,
0: 12-month 12, 12 percentage change on the Consumer Price Index. Now, Tucker Carlson had a great monologue about energy right. uh, last night. I'll show that to you later. Um, energy. You ready for this, guys? energy this is a 12 month rolling average 41.6 mm-hmm. percent wow increase. Yeah. now we dive into that number they they ask you i love it we get to drill down into the energy number we drill, don't drill buddy, drill, drill. drill. Energy yeah energy commodities <laughs> 60.6 percent increase energy services 19.4 percent increase we can go a little bit further uh f- fuel oil Ninety-eight point five percent increase over well, the last twelve months. You're going to need to lower yeah. the thermostat this winter. All types of gasoline, fifty-nine point nine percent, and then we see it with food as well. Over the course of twelve months, it is seven point seven percent more expensive to go to the grocery store. No, to go out to eat. Oh, yes. because it it's is twelve point two percent to go to the grocery store. Yes. You would save money eating out every night. Hey. Uh, I just want <laughs> to tell my wife right now we're going out to eat tonight because here's here's we're saving money. Here's what's happening, and I don't have a lot of time to chat on this because we do have other things to get to. I, I just feel like we need to make the point that while this is happening, and while people are in serious dire economic straits, and it's only going to get worse because recessions we get the info late, right? We're we're, we're it's it's a delayed reporting. Right, the president today tweeted this at 1040. Today's report is a reminder that inflation is too high. Fighting inflation is my top economic priority. And while the numbers today are not acceptable, they're also outdated. In the past 30 days, the average price of gasoline has dropped by 40 cents a gallon. End of quote. Repeat the line.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's not you, in the tweet, you, but it is but the it could process. have been.
0: You have the unmitigated gall to tell me And the millions of Americans, the 81 million who voted for you, and the also like 80 million that didn't vote for you. We had like a lot of people voting um, that, hey, it's okay because these numbers are these numbers are like 30 days old. And I'm much older than those numbers. I (laughs) I thought inflation wasn't a real thing. I thought Inflation the, is transitory. Guys. Transitory. Actually, they, they, no, they, no, no, no. They, they, they backed walked that, that back. Wait. Okay. They, they, backed that back that they circled back on it, on on it back on. decided back. to walk it Thank
1: back. Thank you, Pisaki.
2: So, so, but, however you say well, But here's the interesting part. So the number today comes in at 9.1% yes, it does. inflation. Yes, it does. But and, and they were bragging the other day that the gross domestic product had gone up by like 63 6.5%. None of that matters, though. When you look at it, that's actually in comparison with the... With the rise of inflation, we're underwater by almost two and a half percent here. And let me go back and attack
1: their first statistics. They said unemployment is at three point two. Un- the un- the rate is, is 3.6% three
0: point six percent. Three point six. Okay,
1: just over three and a half percent unemployment. Let me tear that apart really quickly because I think it's important for us to understand that the traditional indices, the traditional marker of unemployment, needs to be thrown out we are now our government is now incentivizing people to stay at home okay. let me the reason we know what unemployment is is because that's how many people in in juxtaposition with the entirety of the workforce that's how many people filed for unemployment so at 3.6% unemployment that means 3.6% of the entirety of the workforce filed for unemployment Yes. That means how many more people are staying at home because they're getting money to stay at home. This this is a byproduct of the COVID era. Well it's where and, we are today.
0: And and, and to that point, we, we talked about they said that this was transitory, that the inflation we're not seeing inflation down the pipe. It's not gonna happen. You have you have a man at the wheel who can't see two feet in front of him. There are aides that are coming out now. There are reports that they're worried that he's going to trip over cords when he's walking because he's shuffling too much.
1: But he can ride a bike. You have, you have a, no, he can't. He joked about wearing a
0: helmet during an interview because he said it was going to be a tough interview, but he was on his bike. And then, and then you have the vice president on a stage in front of a microphone. Holding one and says that the majority of women who seek abortions are mothers. Obviously. Well, no kidding. <laughs> They're pregnant. The moment you become pregnant, you are now a mother. Birthing people. You're a birthing You're person. You're a birthing person. Because right. here's here's the here's the issue, and here's why we hit on this mainly because it's newsworthy. They think you care about abortion needing to be federalized and available from zero to ninety-two years. That's not how the American people view it. In fact, while they do tout that sixty percent or so of people agree with the decision of Roe v. Wade, when you drill down into that number, it's actually people are more okay with a fifteen-week ban, which is actually mm-hmm. what Governor Glenn Youngkin is trying to push in Virginia, and he's being called out for moderating too much. That's but when you but when you look that okay, so this is where the line has changed. This is where the line has changed. Fifteen week now is considered insane and is considered too far right wing on one side. On the other side, they say it's too moderate, but we see the decision of Dobbs has really shifted the view on this. They think abortion is gonna drive people to the ballot. It's not. They think that threats to democracy, which aren't really threats to democracy, are going to drive people to the ballot. It's not. Do you know what people care about? The cost of their of their dozen eggs at the grocery store. Because even if you're dirt floor poor, and a lot of us have been there before, at least you can go buy some eggs and some rice and some bread. Well, it
2: was also the cost of being able to get to the grocery
0: store. Yeah. That would
2: help. I mean, we... I remember the day that we all came into the office and gas was below $4 a gallon. Woo. And we were like excited about the fact that gas was below $4 a gallon.
1: It's still $4 a gallon. Right. So so yeah.
2: when we look at the impact of inflation, inflation for you at home means this. I'm getting less than what I was getting before for the same amount of money.
0: Yes. And I'm earning Potentially I'm, less. I'm not, I'm not making yeah. any more. We talked about this. I told you that uh, a year and a half into this presidency, I'm making less money. Just based on pure fact, Stagnation. you're making less money. Stagnation
1: right. of wages, inflation of goods, stagflation.
0: So, Here we are. So while all of this is happening, and while all of this is going on, this is a bright and cheery podcast, I know. <laughs> while all of this New is set. happening. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. While all of this Help. is happening, there was a, there was a hearing yesterday Inside the Senate, and again, I want to make the point to those of you who might the, not know this: the Senate committee hearings do not happen Senate, in the yes, the U.S. Senate, the U.S. Senate, got it. The U.S. Senate committee hearings do not happen inside the actual Senate chamber, nor do the House committee meetings do, happen.
2: They don't happen in the chamber.
0: No, just like the ones here don't happen in the state house. I, I cannot but, believe I have to explain this to adults.
2: That, but that's that's where they meet, yes, right? A,
0: in session, not where they meet in committee hearings, because there's not. The infrastructure would not be there to house that many people in order. They to They don't get have rooms inside those buildings. No, it, if you've they never had, been inside that, the state house, you would know. Uh, that's not straight. you. You've been inside the state house. Right. You used to work in the boiler room. Anyway, the point is. <laughs> this is true. The point is, we uh, Josh Hawley made news yesterday. He went viral. Uh, the senator from Missouri. Yeah. Uh, went viral. Uh, a man of conviction. Mm-hmm. There was a hearing on abortion yesterday inside the Senate, and um, there was a professor from Berkeley. Well, that says something. And Senator Hawley asked a very simple question, and she lost her mind.
4: Now Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it." You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? No, I don't think <laughs> so. You are denying that trans people
5: like this? and
4: that you. leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this, where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're opening up people to oh, violence? We
5: have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet you might learn a lot.
4: Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a lot just know. in this exchange. Absolutely
0: extraordinary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see the look in her eyes right there? Come on, Senator Hawley. Don't you understand? You're denying that trans people exist. Here's the issue. Senator Hawley asks a very pertinent question. You talk about people who have the capacity to give birth. Since literally Genesis 1 and 2, the only people who have the capacity to give birth are biological women. Hit the Fox News alert. Right, zone in right here. Zone in right here. <laughs> Only women can give birth. It does not matter if you change your name or if you do any type of surgery. The only people who can give birth are women. And saying that does not mean that I don't believe there are people out there who exist who struggle with their own identity of who they really believe they are. But understand this, you struggling with who you are does not change who you are. This is ridiculous. But the one, the, the but, senator but, has to be called across the carpet by a Berkeley professor.
2: But one in five people who are dealing with this gender identity are—I'm assuming then that Josh Hawley, as a as a U.S. senator, is responsible for the fact that you have suicide rates,
0: okay, that well, are so high. I mean, well, the, it, well is, okay. So let's let's run that line of argument. But, then. but it, here's here's
2: the bigger question: Is the 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 asking of the question to, to Senator Hawley's point is the asking of the question inciting violence. She no. she can conf- well, she not. she tries to create this concept here, but you know, she talks about the fact people with a capacity for pregnancy yes, whatever that as means. some cis women. Mm -hmm. That means if you're a female... If
1: you acknowledge God's blessing on your life to be a female.
2: So if you're a female (laughs) and you have female body parts and you have a uterus... And
0: you recognize yourself as a female. And you recognize yourself as a female. You're cis.
2: You're cis. Correct. Now, if you are trans men, you are a person with biological women's parts. Correct. And you have an identity that wants to say that you're a man, but your body has a uterus and the capacity for you to get pregnant. So at the end of the day, you're still a woman. Right. And okay. and, and,
1: and, and the blessings of God that and, you are a
2: woman. But also non-binary people, up, right? aren't I am. Non-binary people <laughs> who aren't identifying themselves as men, or women, but only non-binary people who have a uterus have the capacity. So not so all still, non-binary. So wait, so wait,
0: so wait. So they're still a woman. They they are a birthing. No, 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 no. They no, have no, the no. capacity. Have for birthing. Do they have a uterus? They have. Then they're a woman.
2: They they have a uterus. Yes, but. <laughs> But trans, but trans, that up on the wall. Trans,
1: <laughs> this what? is how ludicrous right, this right, gets. Right, you so lost it. me. You, you built, lost you me at up. non-binary. I, I okay? jotted
2: it down. She said it. Mitch. Yeah, I get it. I Read get it. my and notes. She lost
1: me at non-binary. Here's
2: the deal. All right, I
1: have to break this down because I'm tired. Okay, I'm tired. Are you hangry right now? No, no. no. Uh, I did eat a snicker. No, he uh, did. I, I, that would I, be a
2: chocolate. Bar with nougat and nuts? Yes. Do not call uh, it by its name. Oh, yeah, I can't. Uh, thank name. you. Uh,
1: <laughs> be careful. Yeah. Don't right. say Elliot Page yes. <laughs> or right. Ellen Page. Well, uh, whoever, whatever. Yeah, I don't I mean. even know. Here's Inception. the issue. Here's the issue. And and let me just break. And for those that mm-hmm. one in five or one in six who are struggling with this and do commit suicide, there is help. There is hope. And if you're struggling with gender dysphoria right now, I am looking at you saying, I see you. I hear you. There is hope and help for you. Could it possibly be that the reason why so many in the mm-hmm. transgender movement, in the acronymic movement of the LGBTQI, A X, y, plus, and Z, two movement are struggling with this because they're struggling with the refutation of natural law. She throws out some language there and says, well, sir, are you transphobic? I'm not transphobic. I'm not homophobic. I'm theophobic. I fear a living God. And I think it's time that we wake up and realize that if we do not fear God, we will fear man. We will... uh, people. I can't, how dare I say man or woman. I am, I am, I am, I am, see, I can't even say words at this point. I am trans nauseous. I am sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of everybody trying to rub my face in some sort of nonsense and wake me up to the reality that I need to listen we need to understand the way God designed the world. Uh, y'all might want to this I'm, part I'm, out.
0: I've got a segue in mind uh, to our next story.
1: <laughs> listen, and I've said listen about eight times, kind of like Kamala <laughs> Harris says, responsible or something like that. Seriously, Seriously. Seriously. Listen yeah. one more time. There you go. We must wake up to the reality that if we continue to den- deny natural law, we are headed down a pathway toward confusion, chaos, we're already and there mass hysteria but we're already there. wake B-
2: up but maybe just Get maybe awake, not woke that <laughs> hashtag nice <his laughs> job is that not then the goal exactly the goal is confusion the tower of mm. babel genesis right the people
1: spoke in different languages i wrote that you can Birken find that on palmettofamily.org.
2: Uh uh wrote that mm-hmm. like months ago about that but you know If you want to put a theological spin on this, you can put a theological spin on this. If you want to just put a totally, you know, I don't want to say humanistic, but, you know, just a a regular biological argument on this. The the reality that we face is there are things that are truth, Mm -hmm. and there are things that are not truth. Correct. Yeah. And when you live in a wishful world of make-believe, where you're denying reality... If you can't face the reality of reality, like what you saw right there, you become the type of person who, instead of actually trying to create a dialogue, an actual conversation, Mm -hmm. a back and forth in the marketplace of ideas, Mm -hmm. the only thing that you can do is exactly what that professor did right there, which is to go on the attack. That's what she did. She moved into attack mode. She began to question everything that, that the senator was asking or saying, and basically accusing anybody who is transphobic, homophobic, non cisgender identified, whatever the case may be, of being hateful sure. and leading to people well,
0: committing she suicide. Moved
1: into what? infantile attack mode, do you right. do you? Huh? What? Well, what, what? and, and totally interrupting exactly yeah. the entire
0: time. Well, and and in, in the words of the um, in the words of the now vice president, um, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Oh, it was very um, much so. So uh, here here's endurance. the issue. Once it's challenged, once the lunacy and I'm gonna be the idiocy is challenged, that's when people start the to her a little ladies bit. And, gentlemen. and and that's when it goes into attack mode. And credit to Senator Hawley for calling her out the way he did in his line of questioning. Did he didn't go personal. He it was just a very easy line of questioning that she simply could not answer one final thing and i'm gonna avoid the segue you mentioned people having their faces rubbed into this uh we go to dc where there was a drag show yeah um see i avoid that segue because i felt like it was a little uncouth okay um there's a dc drag show it's here on the screen just 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 take take a look at this we're at the point we're at the point this is this is a child this is a child in this drag show in our nation's capital these are also happening in hickory north carolina they're happening everywhere this is a child people are people are watching and and here comes a woman to give her a dollar because that's what we do for adult entertainers Evans, help us. It, it, what? Okay, arrest all of these people yeah. and lock them in jail. You're just intolerant. No, I'm not. They're trying there to just no be reason, entertaining in there. There is no reason why children, first of all, I don't care if it's transgender, homosexual, heterosexual. Children should not be privy to an overtly sexual environment. Period. Period. End of statement. End of quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> Children should not be in an overtly sexual environment. Thank you
1: for repeating the line. Repeat Dude. the line.
0: <laughs> this is absurd. And the fact that we live in a country now, by the way, we're the only country, we're one of the only countries that's doing this. England's doing it too. I thought but I outside what, of us and the Western Europeans- the excuse. Everyone else is doing it. Nonsense. We're doing it. The Canadians are doing it because they have to seem cool. The Western Europeans are doing it. <laughs> outside of that, by the way, the, the, um, the club-dragging troglodytes in the, the Far East and, and the Middle East, who we say aren't, are, are way behind us, are actually holding to some moral norms. When it comes to issues like this, you wouldn't dare see this in other countries. And yet here, because we have taken this idea of freedom and freedom now means that I can do whatever I want without any bound of law. That's why I was in Charleston and you had people protesting the the road decision outside of the U.S. Customs House in Charleston. Couldn't even go to City Hall. Probably couldn't find it. Um, Saying, I am woman. I am free. Keep your laws away from me. Now, well, what was interesting, it does rhyme. <clears throat> what was interesting is they probably got it from the from the congressman from Charleston, who's now running to be vice governor. Um, the, the funny part is there was a a gentleman, I assume a male, because, uh, you know. There you go. But you're assuming, assuming again. Uh, he was actually holding up his fist and saying the same thing. I'm like, buddy, buddy, come on. So we're at the point now where we've taken this idea of freedom and that freedom means I am free from everything everything restrictive and I can be anything I want to be I'm going to right here you and I having conversation you can't be anything you want to be because again I'll just say this you if you if you have the biological parts of a male you are a male you can have those things removed guess what buddy still a male chromosomes don't lie still a male so, to this point, I will say this, for these, for these drag shows, and, and I'm sure, sure we've got folks who love to follow us on Facebook just to comment on these videos, um, if, you, if, if you subject your child to a drag show, Child Protective Services should be called on you, period, full stop end of story you're exposing your child to sexual deviancy and we are going to see the unraveling of society even more as we begin to allow children to be exposed to this pride parades where people are marching fully nude in the street children are being exposed to things that children should not be exposed
2: to well we're coming to the time period of the super sexualization of america Mm -hmm. super sexualization of society and in that you can see things like the, the age at which the average child is, has their first introduction to pornography mm-hmm. used to be in the middle school, 12, 13 time frame moved to somewhere around nine or 10. The average age now for a child to be exposed to porn is as early as the age of six. When you pair that with the ease of access, what you see on the algorithms of things like TikTok and yeah. Instagram and Facebook and everything else, it is, they're designed to drive you down rabbit holes of distraction. When we have the, the introduction of confusion to children, and it's, it, is, it is completely set to be a distraction from reality, right. it has to ask the question, what are we distracting them for? Mm-hmm. Not from, for. What are we, what's the reason why we're distracting them? I think this ties back to the very beginning when we were talking today about when you see what is or is not where you are allowed or not allowed to see what's in your school library yeah when you see or you don't see what's in your child's curriculum or in the classrooms or in the books right when these things when you have a child who is basically treated like a stripper
0: yes no, basically, that's what they were. Yeah. You
2: have a situation right now where you are creating a hypersexualized environment. And you wonder sometimes what's going on, why we have issues of the super sexualization of children, why there's questions right now about whether the average teenager to 20 something year old, when they say 24% of them consider themselves to be transsexual.
0: That's an insane number
2: as compared to my generation, the, the generation before mine, which was in single digits. Mm-hmm. This is a place that you've got to begin to ask the question, why are we doing this?
0: If we can't agree on basic biology and basic gender identity, Mitch, I mean, let, I, I don't mean this in about. Let's take the Christian worldview out of the picture just, just, for, a just second, for a second. Right. Because we are shaping the Palmetto State from a biblical worldview. But we're talking about simple understanding. You mentioned Albert Moeller, and, and Mitch. We'll give you the final word on this before we close out. Everything is theology. Sure. Everything is theologically based. I think we're seeing this with the current hypersexualization and the supersexualization of America. We're seeing it with this gender identity and gender morphing and all of it. It is a religion, and to deny the Holy Trinity, whatever that could be for them, mm-hmm. is 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 sacrosanct. You can't do it. And anybody who does that is considered hateful,
1: right? And and this is competing worldviews. There's no doubt about it. This is a progressive agenda. Uh, yep. I. I in some ways I'd call it an evil worldview versus a biblical worldview, but let me take it back to what a lot of people cite, and I think there's a lot of confusion surrounding the Declaration of Independence, our founding documents, what the framers had in mind, and a lot of people look at these unalienable rights. By the way, that means God-given, just as a parenthetical, and and we could talk about this more at, at a later time to help you understand life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. None of those things were meant to be standalone in a way that would give somebody total liberty to lose their minds. Let me just hone in on the pursuit of happiness just for a moment. That does not mean that you get to do whatever makes you feel good or whatever makes you happy. It actually was meant as a a way of a Jeffersonian way of saying this is the way you will pursue the way you live your life and pursuing happiness in a way that your trade, your work, if you're an attorney, if you're a lo- if you're a doctor, whatever you do, that is the pursuit of happiness. And in America, outside of other countries like Britain at the time, we will not shove you into a box and say, this is what you will do. Caste system in India, perfect example. So in America, by this document, you will have the God-given right to pursue happiness in a way that is in accordance with your faith, with your liberty, and with the opportunity to live life. It's a misunderstanding that a lot of people have so mis. They've just taken it way out of context. It does not mean you get to do whatever you want. Those aren't given to us by our founding documents.
0: And and so as we wrap this up, what we want you to understand is this is, is far-reaching. It's not just in, in Washington. It's not just coming down from the federal government. It's coming from local school districts here in South Carolina. We're continuing to monitor what's happening. If you know of things happening in your child or grandchild school and you feel like we need to shine a light on it, let us know. You can email us. Email at palmettofamily.org. You can email us and we will take a look into it and we'll make sure people know about it right here on the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina. We're only that Because you were watching, because you were listening, Mm -hmm. because you were sharing this. This new set, it's because you were watching it, you were sharing this, and you guys demand a better product each and every day. And that's what we try to continue to give you.
2: So as we go back through, and we say this all the time, we want to make sure that you know what the issues are, why they matter, what the Bible says about them, and what you can do about it. So as Justin said just a moment ago, part of what you have the ability to do is to be a reflection of Jesus Christ in your own community, but also to be a reflector on the guardrail of your community so that you don't have your community driving off the cliff. If you live in Richland, too, you have an ability to reach out to your board members, reach out to your school, ask them. Do I have access to this? Do I can I look and see what's what's in our school library? If you're not finding that, then let us know. Email at palmettofamily.org. But the other part of it is this. Your ability to have this information and our ability to give that to you comes from the investment that people make in the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we are very grateful for those who have made an investment mm-hmm. in what you're doing, what we're doing here yeah. every single day. So we do this so that you have the information that you need, so that you can understand why it's so important, but also to be a reflection of the values and the faith that we share as South Carolinians. So if you would like to continue the work that we do and be a part of that, we invite you to become a partner with us to invest in our work at palmettofamily.org slash donate, and that allows us to continue to do this work and to take it to yet another
0: level so that you have the best information possible. And I wasn't planning on doing this, but it just came across my screen. So you guys being uh, followers of the Palmetto Family Matters podcast, the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina, congratulations. You're the first to know this. On October the 15th, Palmetto Family is hosting Allie Beth Stuckey here in Columbia, October 15th. It's happening here in Columbia. Allie Bad Stuckey, the host of Relatable, a wonderful show. My wife watches it. I, there, there are tons of people who follow Allie work. A, a strong, young, conservative female, female voice. Woman. Woman. Right. And, sh- and she is a woman. She, she doesn't is. claim any of the other stuff. <laughs> so she is a strong voice that is ushering in a new wave of the young conservative voices who are trying to keep the guardrail up right in our country and so we'll be having more information upcoming I can't give you anything else other than name and date Allie Beth Stuckey October 15th be on the lookout for more information
2: that, that is a Saturday when Clemson is they're going to be out in, Tallahassee. Of, in Tallahassee and Carolina is off so it is a great chance for a lot of folks from across the state, go ahead and make plans now to come to Columbia that Saturday and be a part of this very important event. It's not just going to be Ali Beth that's going no, to be there, not. but she is, she is a huge headliner in that. But you are keeping in mind one important thing. This is going to be happening just prior to the elections. The state elections where we'll be electing every constitutional officer, every member of the U.S. House, every member of the South Carolina House, and in the race for the South Carolina's uh, U.S. Senator,
0: Tim Scott versus Crystal Matthews. We'll leave it at that. There you go. We'll see how much money gets raised in that campaign. That's, and and again, we close on that one because there's not a better piece of news to close on that. And I got to go before I get in trouble. For Dave, for Mitch, for all of our team at Palmetto Family and from the new set, the home, we thank you for joining us for another edition of the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters podcast.